0: And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with D.C. Matthews and Doc Manson. One,
1: two, three.
0: Happy uh, Fourth of July to uh, those who celebrate the Fourth of July and to all of our besties in the UK
1: well, actually, no, because this is coming out on the 5th of July. So, but we're, uh, but we're recording on Treason Day, so I think it's probably appropriate to to point out to the UK folks that we, uh, you know, we successfully treasoned against them. <laughs> you know, it's uh, what we do yeah. here in America. I do wonder sometimes, UK
0: besties. You know, just let us know. You can shoot us a quick email, podcast at DDTWrestling.com, or, you know, just tweet at us. I am curious as to how this day is viewed
1: overseas. Like, I'm more interested to know how it's taught in their school systems. Ah, that's also a fascinating question.
0: Doc Manson, at Doc Manson. I am, of course, DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Uh, how has your holiday been? Have you it was pretty good.
1: tripping the light fantastic? I mean, I did some yard work. Uh, I did go out for lunch to a local um, pizza place. They have currently on the menu a pickle pizza. And I don't know how well you know Mrs. Manson, uh, but she loves pickles. Did she get some pickle pizza? Oh, yeah, we, sh- we split it. Uh, we put it on a gluten-free dough, which was good. And it was Basically, just a cheese pizza with pickles laid across it, but like on top of the pickles, they put on like I don't know what's technically in pickle spice, but apparently it's a seasoning, pickle spice. And I think there was almost like a garlic parmesan well, uh, sort of flavor. Are you, talking, flavor as are you well. talking
0: like pickling spice? Like if you were going to make, you know, I don't know, brisket uh, or The description literally
1: something? says pickle spice. So because it's open to interpretation, spice,
0: according to a quick Google search, pickling spice is allspice coriander
1: clove ginger and red pepper flake Yeah I mean maybe some of that although I don't think I don't think <laughs> it was it was it was exactly that. I
0: you know I think of this because I watch food shows quite a bit and they add all of these things you know I don't know how you grew up doc. actually I, mm-hmm. do, I do know how you grew you grew up. A lot of these things there was not a lot of coriander or clove <clears throat> happening in the champ's kitchen. Not unless he was making, you know, ginger snaps.
1: Uh, okay, yeah. I, I can't say there was probably a lot of clove for me either. Um And coriander, I don't think, came around until later, as I started to maybe enjoy more ethnic cuisines. So, yeah, certainly not growing up.
0: Yeah, and even still, like, I, you know, I don't know what coriander tastes like. I don't even really...
1: I'm not sure I even know what clove tastes like. Clove tastes like banana. Does it really? Depends on your genes, but for some people it does. Is that like the whole cilantro tastes like soap thing? Yeah, sort of.
0: Is it possible that we just know next to nothing about the human body and we all are individual little snowflakes like my taste buds are different than every other person's taste buds in the world? Ah,
1: congratulations. You've made it to the identity crisis of a six year old. Thank you. Maybe everyone else in the world is a robot placed here to interact with me. I didn't Does say that. Does everyone see blue? Maybe blue is red. And for some people, red is purple. Ooh. I would like to
0: point out that I was going to go there next uh-huh. until you started to mock it. And <laughs> now I'm not gonna.
1: I will well, say was- those were the thought- I I frequently had those thoughts. When I was six. <laughs> so, what, really, the point is, you were just
0: a very existential six-year-old Apparently. sitting on, like, a bench by a pond in, like, a, you know, suede jacket with patches <laughs> on the elbows, just looking across the water, being like, who am I in this world? I... Sitting is at the pond, green? Yes. what is duck?
1: <laughs> Why is bread? All right. So no no big picnics, no parades. No, not our scene. Uh no fi- no fireworks except for the ones that we hear in the distance and which give our dog massive uh, anxiety attacks. So. Yes.
0: we yeah. saw, f- you know, th- there were fireworks a couple days ago. You know, we can see them from our our driveway, which is nice. Um but yeah, no, we we watched some stranger things. We will keep things spoiler free because it just came out today. Haven't watched any of it, so shut your mouth. We're we're halfway through, I think, this
1: season, so What's what wrong with you? Savor it No, I'm not I'm actually not gonna actually pretend like I'm gonna Berate you for binging a season because I'll I'll totally do the same thing. So
0: I take it back. I take it back.
1: The fact that we
0: haven't seen the whole thing is pretty good. I figured I they are what forty five minute episodes. Yeah, ish. About you know somewhere between forty five and an hour.
1: That's a commitment to watch a whole season in one day.
0: Either way, Um, so yeah. So it's pickle pizza. Did it just delicious? Did it taste exactly as it? it just
1: tasted like a pizza with pickles on it? What kind of pickles were they? Um, you know, like a kosher dill. Okay. Um, you know, sour. Um, whatever the spice was, again, there was almost like a Parmesan garlic flavoring as well to the crust. And it was overall quite good. I would order it again, although it's a a special, so I, I don't think it'll be around forever. Um, but, you know, it was good. I liked it. Would eat again. I was going to say, I've eaten two jars of pickles in the
0: last month or so, so, you know. I, I, a lot I, of sodium. I didn't drink, well, not drinking the juice doesn't really matter, but probably. <laughs> probably. Not probably. It is. You Just take the jar out, open it, stick a fork in, eat however many pickles you happen to stab that time, and then... <laughs> I Put mean, I'm away. not going to
1: say I've never eaten pickles out of the jar. In fact, I do so frequently. Um, but I, I don't think I've gone through two jars. I mean, maybe I have one a week, one pickle a week. And we're talking the mini pickles, not the big pickle. Oh, I thought you were going to say one jar a week. And I was like, uh, I'm not a math expert, <laughs>
0: but that's more no. than two. <laughs> one pickle, two pickles, oh, maybe. No, no, I could have easily just They're a sat- good snack. I could have just sat down, you know, pickles and the, the yellow American cheese in the in the wrap. That mm-hmm. used to be a snack when I got home from school. A couple pickles, a couple slices of Kraft American cheese. The more I learn about you,
1: <laughs> the more yes. everything just fits into place. <laughs> it all makes sense. No, but pickles are delicious. They are delicious. Great? They're a good snack. Again, they are a little high in sodium to just eat them one after, but you know they're they're quite tasty. They're they're although I think the, there are probably some people who for whom they are an acquired taste and would not appreciate. Some people them. don't like them. Mrs. Matthews doesn't like them, but um, the the cheeseburger oh, pizza which has I, pickles I, on it, yeah, that's good. that's good. That's good. Um I was gonna say, I, I so I've married into a, a Jewish family, yes. and um, so they take their pickles very seriously, as they should. And, um, like we, we have a local deli, like it's a Jewish deli. And you would think that these people would know their pickles when you go there. In fact, they put pickles down on the table. Mm. Those are, but, but here's, here's the thing. Those are half sours that they put out on the table. And my wife, she thinks these are crap. Like these, we might as well just put out cucumbers. But what we discovered is if you ask them, Um, They also sell them by the bucket. Um, You can get their full sour pickles. And these are pickles that have pickled so long that they're like army green. Okay, and I take one bite of that and I'm like, ooh, what a pickle. But my wife, she's like, ah, now that is what a pickle should be. Um, Do you do you pickle other vegetables? We do no pickling ourselves. We acquire our pickles from others. But do you get pickled carrots, pickled? I saw pickled garlic, which I was like, what in the world is that? I've, I've, I've only rarely seen other pickled things. Uh, I can't say I've really ever gotten it. Pickled garlic, I think, would be good. Uh, I've always had an obsession. I don't know. Probably I saw it first maybe on Cheers or maybe The Simpsons, the bar that would have that jar full of pickled eggs, hard boiled yeah. eggs. Never had one. Always been curious. Always been curious. So what you're saying is the next
0: time I come over, if I am ever allowed at Manson Manor again, yeah. uh, I should bring spam uh-huh. and pickled eggs. Not that I would eat them because I don't eat eggs in general.
1: I heard that just there's a spicy the thought, spam.
0: The thought of a pickled egg. Like, literally, I want to vomit right now on this microphone. Why? Why? Um, That sounds good. I don't like eggs in any stretch. We were, you know, we were away for a little bit. Eggs Benedict. No. Eggs over easy. No. Scrambled eggs. I don't even really, I like French toast, but even that can be
1: somewhat eggy. I mean, if it's not well cooked, I I can be disagreeable with French toast as well. (laughs) Although a good French toast is quite good. So. Yeah, nope. Nope. Eggs have
0: never done anything for me. Omelets, nope. A vegetable strata sort of thing. Nope. Quiche, nope. None of that. No thank you. You're missing out on some of the pleasures of life. That's what I've been told. But you know what I do like? A jar of pickles. Every two weeks, apparently. So uh now that Are we talking uh... like a
1: gallon jug of pickles no. or they sell them in gallon jars. I understand so. that. No, okay. they sell,
0: you go to that deli, they sell buckets of pickles. Five-gallon buckets. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm talking the, you know, juice okay. glass size. Yeah, your,
1: your, jar. Yeah, your typical supermarket yes.
0: jar of pickles. I'm not condoning it. Still probably shouldn't have eaten two jars of it. But
1: Also, I don't know if you've tried or how you buy them. Do you just buy the, um you know, the pasteurized, sealed, shelf-stable pickles? Yes. Or... Because they Although, do. There, there
0: is. Uh, I'll go to a farmer's market if they have a bread and butter pickle at the farmer's market. Oh, I will,
1: I will buy Ugh. those. Oh, bread and butter pickles, sweet pickles, yes, are disgusting. Delicious. They are the worst possible food. <laughs> they are terrible. I don't, I don't believe that's true because you have eaten a ghost pepper tortilla chip. Uh, I would rather eat a ghost pepper tortilla chip than. A a sweet pickle. Really? Really. I'll have to get another bag next time. Okay. Um, Have you ever had pickle spice uh, potato chips? They sell them now. I've seen them in the store. I picked one up because I was curious. Someone brought it
0: in to work, I think. They brought a bunch of different flavored chips. I had a pickle chip. It wasn't bad. I was going to say it wasn't good. Well, There's... There's a, there's a space in between wasn't bad and wasn't good. That was, it was okay. That's and maybe it of...
1: overlaps. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I like, I didn't, I didn't spit it out, but like, I don't think I would buy another bag. You know what I'm saying? So do you put
0: pickles on your burgers? Absolutely. Hot dog. Is that a Chicago style a pit, little pickles on the
1: um, that's relish? I suppose it's relish, but they also put a, what is that? A Serrano pepper. or not serrano i've never had a chicago it's an an italian pepper but it's got a it's got a it's got a more common name what is um what is that called gotta look that up i'm forgetting what it is a sport pepper vienna sport pepper but i've always known them as like just an italian pepper that's what they call them they call them sports peppers and those are actually quite hot um is it a pickle pepper i don't think so i mean maybe Yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, pickled jalapenos. Those are delicious. So, yeah, maybe they are. Ah, there you go. Okay, so, yeah, I've had other pickled things. Well, we hope you've enjoyed
0: uh, your holiday and uh, hope now you want to eat pickles after about 15 minutes
1: of all pickle talk. If you've never had a Chicago dog, and I don't know, do you think our UK folks even know what a Chicago dog is? No, I think you need to paint a picture, paint a word picture for them, please. They could look it up, but... Imagine a hot dog in a bun, and that bun has um, poppy seeds on it. Yep. And typically what you'll have on here, um, start with the normal stuff, a little yellow mustard, um, some chopped onion. Uh, you might have that, that pickle relish that you were talking about. Uh, but not just, any pickle,
0: not just any pickle relish. This needs to be, I believe, the, the ectoplasm green, like the bright
1: well, green pickle. Well, relish. it's like a sweet relish, yeah. Um, it's going to be a spear you'll
0: eat a sweet pickle relish but you won't eat a bread and butter pickle
1: Uh, I don't I will eat a sweet pickle relish on a Chicago dog because there's enough other things but I will not put relish on my own dogs because it's disgusting okay Uh, so yeah so we've got the mustard we've got the onions we've got the relish we've got a spear of a dill pickle along the length of the hot dog in addition Uh, to to the relish yes in addition to you've got uh, slices of tomatoes You've got the pickled sports peppers, which we mentioned, a dash of celery salt, and it is delicious.
0: Yeah, I'm, again, talking about spices. I don't know what celery salt is.
1: It's celery and salt. What's not to get?
0: Okay. It's really just celery flavored salt? Yeah. You have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I could hear. <laughs> the lack of confidence. I'm almost positive <laughs> it's dried celery ground up. And there's probably uh, celery, salt in there. Celery salt is all that a seasoned salt.
0: salt used as a food seasoning made from ground seeds, which may come from celery or its relative lovage. Okay, so, mostly right. A win for me. You're close. An ingredient in the Bloody Mary. And, Gross. And an ingredient in KFC's secret spice mix, mix for its chicken
1: uh okay
0: speaking of foods i have not had in a long time kfc
1: do you like a bloody mary
0: no i don't like tomato juice i don't like tomatoes mm. i wouldn't eat a chicago because it's got a slice of tomato throw that tomato away and give me the good
1: ketchup all over it would you eat it without ketchup but also without the tomato yes Yes, mustard fine,
0: pickle fine, relish fine, onions fine. <clears throat> I'd even try the spork pepper. I don't
1: tend to have a spicy palate, but I'd go for it. Mm. They're actually pretty hot. So I don't, depend, I mean, I suppose it depends on the brand, but the ones that I've had from Portillo's out near Chicago were surprising in how spicy they were. Mm. Um, so, anyways, so Chicago I dogs. Somebody... Chicago
0: dogs, the pickle podcast. Somebody I think in last the UK. I, I want you to potato
1: cast. I want you to make one and let me know how you like it. A Chicago dog. Yeah. Do they sell poppy rolls? Sure.
0: <laughs> okay,
1: that was the same level of confidence <laughs> I had from the celery. Stalk. Sure. Yeah. Of course. They definitely was- sell poppy seeds in the Chicago sure style. Do. So get I'm yourself sure they a do. hot dog bun, wet it a little bit, roll it in the poppy seeds, and you're good to go. But then what if I have to take a drug test? Well, how does wait that a few work? days? How how legit is that? I think you'd have to eat a lot of them. Okay. But yes, like uh, it, what was it the actually can. which were you know, hot dogs July 4th. Uh,
0: I know Joey Chestnut won the hot dog eating contest cuz that's Who? the Nathan's hot dog eating contest every year. 71 Joey Chestnut has won the last few hot dog eating contests he ate 71 this year how many hot dogs could you eat are these like six inch dogs yes are they footlongs no six inch dogs no toppings unless you want to put toppings on them how many do you think you could eat before you decided i'm not until you were like sick but until you were like you know what i probably shouldn't eat another one of those
1: uh with or without buns with buns.
0: Though sometimes they separate it and they dunk the buns in water to, like, get it soggy to make it
1: go down easier, which is just disgusting. Yeah. Um. So how many hot dogs could I eat before I felt like I probably shouldn't eat another one? Yeah. One. Okay. Do you have any idea how much salt and fat are in a hot dog? I'm not talking about... I mean
0: solely from a, like stomach standpoint not but you said not not to make yourself sick so no how many until you think you were just that point past full three okay interesting I think I think you're underestimating
1: yourself I think you could go you could go higher I think in college I could have done 12 to 18, somewhere in there. Now, now, I'm pretty sure if I had three, I would want to vomit.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's true. I am I am imagining the, you know,
1: let's go to the dining hall and eat all of their chicken wings. Doc Manson in his prime. <laughs> yes. prima Doc. If <laughs> you'd call that anyone's prime. Um,
0: just because we've been talking wrestling, uh, did <laughs> we talk... <laughs> Did we talk last week about Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff being in charge? No. That on dropped, like after the day we recorded after
1: we yes. recorded and we're just oh, that's super right, negative we about recorded. The product
0: we recorded early. Um I'm assuming you didn't watch even though Heyman and Bischoff were in charge. Any thoughts Bischoff apparently wasn't even there, so Oh that's true. He's not in charge until after Extreme Rules. But uh any thoughts on the move?
1: I don't understand the move I'm I am hmm okay I am I am curious about the move I think it's a good move in terms of piquing my interest and making me inclined to take a look at the product but I don't really understand what it means Because Vince McMahon is not just going to disappear. There's no way he's literally going to just give creative control to these two people. And it's a really weird choice because you do have Triple H. You do have Stephanie McMahon. You do have Shane McMahon around. Why would you go with these two outsiders If this were, I just feel, it feels to me like a publicity grab more than anything, you know, that's sincere.
0: I think so. I think this is a, you know, we understand our ratings are tanking, whether, you know, say what you will about ratings, tickets, you know, they sold, apparently the rumor is 4,500 seats for stomping grounds. You know, there's already a two for one deal if you want a road trip to Philadelphia for extreme rules in a week and a half, because that's when the next pay-per-view is in a week and a half. Um, You know, you can get two tickets for the price of one. So clearly they're having an attendance issue. They're having a,
1: you know. Hey, uh, here's an idea. Uh, Don't put Baron Corbin in the main event of the last three or four pay-per-views. How about that? That would solve some of your problems. assholes. (laughs) Um,
0: you know, I'm excited about it because, you know, I'm super excited for Heyman and whether or not I, you know, the, the interesting thing is Vince is still in the picture. Apparently the two of them sat next to each other during the show back in the gorilla position. So it was a different show.
1: I just, I, I, I really don't believe that when push comes to shove, Vince still isn't gonna have his hands all over this product. Oh, well. we've seen it before. We saw the new ECW, which ostensibly Heyman was in charge of for like what, a month until that that horrendous December to Dismember pay-per-view fell apart. And again, that fell apart because of all the creative changes that Vince McMahon made last minute to the show. But Heyman got blamed for it and he got fired from his creative decision from the company. And that was that. Like I just I don't believe that this is gonna play out any other way than it's played out every single time we've seen something like this in the past ergo it's a publicity grab and that's all it is well
0: they're apparently reporting to Vince McMahon so it's not like he's now I had heard back a while ago that when the XFL starts in 2020 Vince wants to take a very hands on role in the running of that company and so it was possible that he might step away a little bit and relinquish some of the control of WWE, but you brought it up yourself. There's two McMahon children and a son-in-law. What? Actually, I want to hear you talk
1: about that. Why on earth, why do you think they would bring back Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff, two people that have on their own separately run at least one wrestling promotion into the ground you could argue that Bischoff ran two into the ground after his tenure in TNA Sure. Um, why would they do that over someone like Triple H who is homegrown talent in the company and who has successfully built up their minor leagues to where amongst fans it's the most popular brand that the company currently offers Mm. what possible business rationale no, never mind. I asked for your thoughts, not mine. <laughs> Go ahead. No, um, I
0: think it is diversifying. You know, you've got... Vince McMahon has single-handedly run this company for 30, almost 40 years. Oh.
1: Yes? I don't mean to cut you off, but I just figured... <laughs> okay. It, I figured it out. I figured it out. Okay. If he employs them, AEW can't. Yes. That's all it is. He's tying up talent. This just happens to not be active wrestling talent. It is a different kind of talent, but these people are for all extents and purposes they are they're giants in the field. Yes. So there certainly up. They would
0: certainly be people that Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks and Tony Khan would want to talk to. But I also think taking that out of the equation, I also think there's something to be said for diversifying. Stephanie McMahon is kind of the public face she's doing the branding, she's doing the global corporate stuff in the and same also, way
1: as far as i can tell uh she's terrible at creative so
0: and the same way that linda mcmahon did hunter's got development he's flying all over the world there's india stuff happening there's asia stuff happening i imagine australia is going to be coming on down the pike then you've got now you can have Heyman and bischoff supposedly um, you know, helping the creative direction. Shane McMahon, as far as I know, never came back with a big backstage role. I'm sure he has one just because of who he is. But when he came back, it was mostly to be an on-camera talent, which is great because he is the best in the world at that job. Um, but I do think there is that sort of, you know, it's a publicity stunt first and foremost. I'll, you know, a lot of people suddenly talking about it. Oh, my God, he got everyone from the Monday Night Wars, his biggest competition ever. He basically hired them to help him run the show. Everything's going to be amazing now. And yeah. and it keeps them out of Jacksonville or wherever he yeah. was based out of.
1: The one thing I will say about Eric Bischoff is he's had a lot of experience producing television, reality television and putting him in Smackdown. Again, if you're going to utilize him To his maximum potential Makes a lot of sense If you really want to get this show going on Fox And with a unique identity That goes even into How the show looks Mm -hmm. Bischoff is a guy you You would think of having Involved in something like that It's two very creative minds
0: With very Distinct visions On what they think pro wrestling should be And what entertainment should be And there is no pressure on them to keep a business afloat. They don't have to worry about any of that. Paul Heyman
1: doesn't have to worry about who's going to pay the talent. That's only vaguely true, though, because if their performance is bad enough, they will get fired from that position. Well, yes, Yes. but I'm talking about, you know, you watch
0: the ECW documentary and Heyman's talking talking about how Heyman couldn't pay everybody. Heyman would put his money into this guy and wouldn't be able to. That sort of stuff he doesn't have to worry about. Bischoff will have to play the politics game a little bit, but he's not answering to... I would assume he's not going to be directly answering to the people at Fox. Vince will, and then it'll trickle down. But I also imagine that, like you said, in six months or so, if Vince doesn't like where the direction's going, or things are going great and Vince is like, okay, thanks for riding the ship. We'll take it from here. And they'll be gone.
1: Right. And that's the thing that bothers me the most about it. I'd like to know that this was a long-term thing, um, but there's no guarantee for that with a company like this. So no, that said, I'm interested to see where it goes. Yeah. I heard I'm, some positive things about raw this week. They, they had that opening segment with Baron Strowman
0: and Bobby Lashley. They went through the Titan Tron. There was lots of explosions, they did a very nice, you know, oh, Michael Cole is talking like this, because we work very hard to ensure that our superstars don't blow up in a blaze of glory. And, oh, man, this is awful. And Renee looked like she was going to cry. And Corey looked sad. And <coughs> then Corey well, and Corey swore. And that was the first time that's ever been done on WWE <gasps> TV. And yeah, so. I, I enjoyed... I watched the Hulu version. It's always streamlined. It always goes fairly quickly. People said that the three-hour show went much faster than usual. I'll take that as a good thing. SmackDown, you know, uh, Kofi gave Samoa Joe the finger. Which, again, they they shot it in a camera way where you knew what he was doing, but you didn't see it. But still, that's something that hasn't happened on TV in quite a while. So... <clears throat> It, it made me watch. It got me to pay attention. It got me to watch. I'll watch again next week. Extreme Rules is coming up. That show again on paper looks pretty good.
1: Oh, yeah. hmm. What's the main event? Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe. No, what's the real main event? The belt that matters. Uh, Bailey versus Alexa Bliss. The belt matters. Actually,
0: no. The the main event will be The Undertaker and Roman Reigns versus Shane McManager McIntyre. That will be the main event. You're talking about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch versus Baron Corbin and Lacey Evans in a winner-take-all match. But, hey, I'm looking forward to
1: it. Won't be watching it. That's fine. You could, though. No, thank you. I'm all set. So what are you watching, then? Maybe I'll watch some Stranger Things season three. Maybe. All right. We have five
0: emails on this holiday. Uh, the first one, podcast at ddtrestling.com. The first one comes from Danielle, and it's an envelope emoji and then a send emoji.
1: Hey, guys. Did I ask this question already? I don't remember. But today's questions about emails. Do you keep old emails all of us besties send? I'm curious if you would reread a question from one of the last emails you've kept and then re-answer the question. Any fourth of... you want to do that or do you want to keep going? I'm assuming she has
0: a specific question in mind. I'm assuming she's going to say, we'll say yes, because we do. I actually, the other day, was tempted, because I use my time wisely, to... Actually, put all of the emails into folders by Bestie so we had a way to keep track, but then I realized no, the search function kind of eliminates that. I imagine her next email next week will be hey, look up this email from such and such
1: a date. And well, um, that I don't think we delete emails, so I don't believe so. Yeah, so they're there. Any Fourth of July plans for both of your families? I'll be going to Texas to visit my ex step family and my aunt. Nope. No plans. Interesting.
0: Your ex-step family.
1: Okay. Uh, No, Uh, we hung out. It was lovely. I might uh, barbecue some burgers later. Although it's getting late, so I don't know. It's still going to happen. We'll see. Uh, Love the two Podblast episodes. Checking emails. That was fantastic. Thank you. I uh, think my episode was excellent. I appreciate that. It was very good.
0: I don't know if mine was very good. Mine was a response (laughs) to yours. I don't know.
1: I was just trying to throw shade at you. That's what I
0: do. That's fine. Throw it all you want. Fun shade. Can we throw a fun shade? I might email again about Uno, but in the meantime, DC (laughs) should describe Uno to Doc. All right, Doc. So Uno is a card game. You get seven cards each, and the cards are of various colors. Are these, like, Hallmark
1: cards? Like no, maybe playing. a get well soon card, anniversary card. No, they're playing uh, cards. A
0: condolences card. Playing cards. And uh, the faces of the cards have their four colors, red, yellow, green, and blue. And Wait, I thought
1: playing cards were jacks and spades and diamonds the and shape hearts. of
0: playing cards, but they are their own Uno cards. So what's on them? I was about to tell you that. So there are four colors, red, yellow, green. Are there still 52? No, there's significantly more than that.
1: 400?
0: Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Let's see. How many Uno cards? I'm just going to go with this. You kids, obstruct as much as you want. There are 108 cards in an Uno deck. Why so many cards? Because you need multiple cards
1: to be able to play the game. Could you play it with regular playing cards if you took two decks and shuffled them together? Yes, I have done that before. But that's only 104 cards. You presume that, yes,
0: the four cards that are missing aren't super urgent. Or you get three decks and you just take four cards from the third deck.
1: Ah, very smart.
0: Okay, go on. How do you play Uno? Four colors, numbers, zero to nine, the digits, zero to nine. But there are special cards. That's only
1: 36 cards.
0: There are special cards. There's There's that
1: many special cards. When you only have thirty-six of these colored numbered cards. There are
0: multiples of them. There are, I think, two of each
1: digit, I believe. So seventy two cards.
0: Yes. And then there are skips, which allows you to skip the player going next. Those are in all the colors. Those are in all the colors. There's a reverse, which turns the direction of the gameplay in the other
1: direction. And there's two of those in each color as well? (coughs) Yep. So that's Okay, so that's another sixteen
0: cards. That's eighty eight. Yeah. Then there's a, draw, the there's a draw two card, where if I play that, the next person has to draw two cards. And there are two of those in every color. That brings us to 90. No, wait. We were at 88. Oh, 96 then. Even better. Yeah. Then there are wild cards, which are black and have the four colors on them. There are, I think, what four those of do? those. Are they wild? Yes. You plug There's, there's only like four of them? Ch- I believe there's only four of them.
1: So that's 100, even. Yes. So we have eight cards left. Yes. Then, are there are,
0: then there are four draw four cards. A
1: draw four card. Which so if I you play pull that card, card that and then I is... have to take out of the pictionary uh, supplies, and I start drawing the letter four. Or could I like could I draw a guy golfing, and the yes. ball has gone off yes. the fairway? Yes. Can perhaps? I tell you
0: right now? I already can tell. I need you to get into the game design industry. The fact <laughs> that you don't play games, I think, would make it you an excellent game design. A real crime, huh? Yes. The draw four card is also a wild card, but it, whoever the next person is has to then draw four cards. I'm guessing that
1: at some point, the point of this game is to get rid of your cards then.
0: Yes. So the point of the game is you continue playing cards. Wait, what were first... the last four cards? Um, I believe there are... Four... Okay, so let's see. So there's the... One, two, three, four, five, six... There's the nine digits, two of them in each color. So that's 36, 72... I think the last four cards are the zeros. Zeros? Yes. Why would there be zeros? Because there is a point system to this game.
1: How much are the zeros worth? Zero. How much are the ones worth? One. The twos? Two. Three. Three.
0: Four. Four. Don't quote me on that, but I think it's four. Seven? Seven. Six. Six. Eight? Eight. Five? Five. And nine? Nine. How much is the Joker worth? The skips and reverses and draw twos are each worth 20. What? Yeah. So the point is you want to use those cards first, because if you, somebody goes out with you still having them in your hand, that's extra points.
1: Against you? Yes.
0: So if I go out.
1: It's golf rules. You're trying to get the lowest score.
0: Yes. If I go out, I tell. No, actually, it's not golf rules. Because if I Uh go out, I tally up everybody's points, whatever they have in their hand. And that's what I get. Wait, what? So I go out. We're playing. There's two other. Usually you play with four people. But either way, it's just you and me. I go out. I take however many points you have in your hand. If you have a 20 point card and then a six point card and a four point card, that's 30 points to me.
1: But I thought you didn't want any points. You do want points. You don't want cards. You're trying to get out while the other people have as much in their hand as possible. Correct. And you go out by getting rid of all your cards. Yes. Though what you if you just say, ask a really beautiful woman to go on a date with you? Is that also counting as going out? No. But if you play in public, it should be. Because I then agree. if you
0: get a date... You leave the game. You just throw the cards (laughs) in the other person's face and go, I'm with her.
1: Peace (laughs) out. I think that would be a good game. That would be a great game. All right. So, yes. So, that is Uno. So far, I like Uno. Now, this is sounding good.
0: There are a couple of other rules, but we don't need to get into that unless you'd like to.
1: No. I mean, dating beautiful women, drawing, uh, you know, golf iconography on my Pictionary board, and... um, A very, you know, straightforward point tally system for the numerics. This sounds like the perfect game. What else do you need? Why aren't we always playing Uno? I believe they have an online version. We can play if you'd like. So if I were to get that Ghostbuster Uno set, here I thought I was only going to get 52 cards, when in fact I would get 108 cards. I know. That is a, a better deal. value for five ninety nine than I ever would have imagined.
0: It's true. Pennies on the dollar, or pennies on the Uno card. Uh, Mitchell has an email called Philosophy.
1: Can Guy Fieri roll a burrito so full that even Adam Richman can't eat it? Are yes. You familiar with both of those guys? Yes. Yeah, I know what I... Guy Fieri is, and in fact, now I have to do my Guy Fieri impression. Dinos, driving, and Can window, so full, even out of Richmond can't <laughs> that's my guy Fieri. tell me I'm not tell me I'm wrong tell me I'm far off. Tell you me that didn't c- sound exactly. You take your glasses <laughs> and put them behind your head. My also, he does like the grocery games or something, right? And
0: he started a restaurant in New York City that apparently was terrible.
1: Wasn't that uh, Mario Batali? Hmm? Wasn't that Mario Batali? And instead no. of a terrible restaurant, it was sexual assault? Or am I misremembering things? No, you're no, you got that part right. I see. This All is right. the greatest show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guy Fiari is just he's he is a disgusting pig of a man that's all i can say although that's... apparently he's very generous i've heard that before i've heard he's he's active and like uh uh, uh humanitarian yes. type things so whatever uh, personal uh uh i would to call it a personal opinion i don't know the guy but just man he just slops that food around on those shows every time i see him though he looks a little bit like
0: a sonic the hedgehog character came to life like if like yes a- Everybody was
1: freaking out about the the humanized Sonic in that movie, and I was just like, I don't get the big deal here. They just got Guy Fieri to play Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) I mean, it was a choice, but they made that choice, so just go with it. Yeah.
0: I will give Guy Fieri credit, though. In a world of culinary celebrities where everyone usually gets into some sort of relationship drama, as far as I know, he's been married to the same woman since before he was famous. They have two kids. He's a good family man, so... Yeah, just have like respect. Mel Gibson. Danielle, forward
1: giallo noun word of the day from the OED. One of my favorite emails to receive each day is from Oxford's English Dictionary Word of the Day. Check out this word I learned last week. Curious to see if Doc has known this word or not. Cheers, Danielle sent from my Safari web browser as I ride the school bus to the zoo. To the zoo.
0: All right, sure. so it's, since it's from you, the, let's see. Uh, OED Online Word of the Day More than 1,400 new words, senses, and sub entries have been added to the Oxford English Dictionary in our latest update, including okay. bay, geesh, and hasbian. Find out more. We are pleased to offer annual individual subscriptions to the OED Online at a reduced rate of $90 usually $295, or 90 pounds, usually 215 pounds, until 31st July 2019, asterisk. Find out more about subscribing here, asterisk, terms and conditions. Apply. Your word for Tuesday, 25th June, is giallo, noun. A genre
1: of a ta- didn't, haven't you used this word? I literally described this term to you last week in my piece of positivity. Danielle, someone is not listening to our pieces of positivity. Is that not going to point point any names. Point any names. (laughs) (laughs) Don't point that name at me, young man. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I I don't know if it was last week or the week before, but I I just used this word and explained it. It
0: took me that long to figure out that. A genre of Italian thriller or horror film, typically involving a murder mystery and characterized by graphic violence, an atmospheric, sometimes dreamlike blend of suspense horror elements, and often a prominent, intense music score. You skipped
1: eroticism.
0: I did. Um, Yes, he is familiar with that word because he's mentioned it many times.
1: It is the precursor to the American slasher film. So that is my interest in the genre. What I'd like to say, though, is I do love
0: that... uh, how it's a, such a small world. Like, that comes to her Oxford English Dictionary thing very soon after.
1: Well, if she got we that on June 25th, it. and if in fact I did that last week, yeah, then that like, we recorded on the 26th. So we were talking about it the day after that arrived in her inbox.
0: Just saying. Small world? Oh, that's true. She may have sent it before, although we got the email on July 3rd. But yes. Uh Uh,
1: Glenn Comic Capers Hi guys once again the dedication of DC and Doc shines through recording on a holiday day happy July 4th or what's left of it thank you my question this week is as kids did you read comics and if you did what were your favorite once again happy holidays Glenn Glenn I need to know
0: when you typed that Did you have to go out of your way to type the Americanized version of it?
1: Like did your fingers. Did you have to go back and delete a U? That's what I want to know.
0: Yeah. Um I did not read as many comics as one would think I did as a child. Okay. I had the Marvel Universe handbooks and so I read those religiously, but I did not I was not the type of kid to go to the drugstore every week or the comic book store to get new comics. That wasn't me, but I, I kept up with the superheroes, but I didn't read the stories themselves. I assume you did.
1: Um, yeah, I, I read a fair bit of comics as a kid. I went to the comic book store, regular haunt, um, read a lot of Superman, read a lot of Batman, um, enjoyed Wolverine a great deal. Um, yeah, later years, I liked spawn. I liked, uh, gen 13, um yeah i mean those are probably the big ones the one i held on to the longest was probably wolverine i really enjoyed dark horse comics um it became a movie with jim carrey but the mask was actually a really good um couple of series there was more it was like a limited series like five or six books and they they had a bunch of sequel series to that. Mm-hmm. The mask was always kind of good, a little out there, a little crazy, a lot with more some violent. The mask
0: with Jamie Kennedy,
1: Now, nah, a lot more violent than you would think based off of the um, the movie. The movie with Jim Carrey, L- less cartoonish, I guess. I, I really and I really enjoyed the Tick. Um, mm-hmm. That was a good comic series again. Also, quite different from the Saturday morning um, series in many ways, but very good. There was this sort of surreal series that I enjoyed, uh, I think called The Max, maybe with two X's. Yeah, The Max. That was really cool. Um, A weird sort of surreal uh, book. Early 90s. Yeah, that was really good. Um, Yeah, those are the big ones, I think, that I can really remember enjoying.
0: Uh, I was going to ask you something. Did you, so you collected them? Do you read them in the comic book store and then take the ones
1: you like, or do you just buy them and bring them home? Um, you, you you would buy them and bring them home. In the plastic sleeves, always? It depends. If you bought them new, they didn't come with the sleeves. So you would buy sleeves separately to put them in for storage at home. Um, if you bought the back issues, those would already be in sleeves. Bagged and boarded, if you will. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> do you still have them? Yes, I do. Are they worth anything? No. No, they are not. By the time we collected comics, everything was mass produced. Yeah. Um, and all the all the value of the old comics came from physical scarcity. They simply didn't print a lot of copies of those issues. Um, but yeah, like I have a nice uh, issue of the death of Superman. But of course, that comic is worth nothing because there were three billion copies of sold Primitive. and kept in prim con- prime condition so that's fair short of a nuclear holocaust of some kind yeah it's there they're worthless yeah
0: um yeah i read way more comic books now that i have that
1: marvel digital unlimited than- that's the thing like i think i would like to get into comics again but i don't really want to read marvel anymore like i even you can see like from some of my tastes as a kid. I was always more into the independent stuff a little bit, a little off the beaten track. I mean, I don't get me wrong, I I've read Wolverine forever so Wolverine I really did like and, sure. and Batman I did a fair amount of as well but like those weird sort of smaller books were the ones that I always sort of really caught my attention you know, and I, I think that if I could find something like, I don't know who's even making those sorts of comics anymore does Image Comics still exist? Does Dynamite Comics still exist? Does Dark Horse still exist? I have no idea. I presume that they do but I don't, you know and do they have subscription services that I would actually pay for? I mean, probably not. But, you know, you never know. Even DC,
0: I don't know, has a, like, the streaming thing. Like, I'm reading these all because, you know, I can read all of them for the most part. Um,
1: I would love to, because I know price. there's a lot of, there's some comic company making, they'll make Ghostbusters books, they'll make Friday the 13th books. I'd like to get my hands on those, but those are the like those weird one-off not not one-off so usually they're like very short series four books or something and you know there's licensing deals so they probably are never going to be in print again those are the ones i'd like to get my hands on that i just don't short of i guess going back into the piracy side of things which i don't condone. um i don't know how you would get your hands on that stuff anymore yeah but of course, of course again, i i'm speaking from a place of ignorance maybe eBay, all maybe. that stuff is available i just don't know
0: yeah, eBay or Amazon. I'm just looking at eBay now. Ghostbusters comics. Did you see Endgame? You said you were no. thinking of going.
1: I did not. It's a three-hour-long movie. I might get there still, but I, I don't know. Let's see. Um, There's a
0: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters crossover. Yes, I'd like to read that. There's rare Ghostbusters comics. I would read that.
1: You get that's twelve dollars. I would read anything Ghostbusters. doesn't matter what it's about. Transformers Ghostbusters. Yep, sure. Done. Extreme Ghostbusters. Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. The real Ghostbusters. Actual Ghostbusters. The lady Ghostbusters. I don't care. Ghostbusters. Give me. I am reading right now. I was
0: going to mention this as a piece of positivity. Uh, I'm reading a book now called Improv Nation, which is the history of Improv. And uh, there's a whole big section on Harold Ramis and Bill Murray and the creation of Ghostbusters and all of that sort huh. of thing. So that's cool. If you're interested, I will bring him along next time I come over. Once I finish it, if you would like to read it, I would read that section for sure. All right. Well, I think you would appreciate the entire thing, being that you are you have a PhD in Improvology. So it's true. It's only an honorary degree, though. In still, fairness, still. Yeah. still. All righty. Uh, our last email comes from Che, and this is going to go nicely because it will tie into my actual piece of positivity. <clears throat>
1: hey, thank you. Hey, guys, just a quick thank you to DC and Jeremy. I'm not reading this. Because <laughs> it it's mentions, not praising Doc. We, now, okay. get,
0: it goes into that the next paragraph.
1: Uh-huh. Just a quick thank you to DC and Jeremy for manning the DDT drafts over the past couple of weeks. Great to be a part of it and thankful for the effort put in to make it all run smoothly. I would like to say I never got invited to the draft this year. In past years, I always got like a personalized PM letting me know that it was happening. And by the time I realized it was happening, it was because it was like, I don't know, a millionth draft round because somebody just put like draft C in it. And I was like, huh, huh. A, you're not on Twitter very much anymore. And B,
0: as we get to in the next paragraph, you're a little busy. I assumed, and it was an assumption, I assumed you would not be interested.
1: Really looking forward to hearing Doc's horrid podcast after the announcement made on the pod blast that two or three episodes are in the bag and ready to go. Yeah, I'm still working on the second episode. God, I'm falling behind. It's a problem. Wow. I think this is going to be, you're going to have to just say it's ready. No. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> didn't have a question in mind at the start of the email, but in memoriam of the wettest hair, Triple H Ponytail Award from the annual DT Awards, who has had the best hair in wrestling history? Feel free to list a top three if you can't narrow it down to one. All the best sent from my iPhone, sent from my Samsung Galaxy smartphone.
0: Um, We're at the halfway mark, amazingly enough. <clears throat> we're halfway through 2019. That's the year it is. Mm hmm. ddt awards will be here before you know it there are no more dt awards what
1: last year was the last edition why because i no longer want to do them why because they're not as fun as they used to be why i just 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 how they came off to me because there was no singing know there was just something about it i just wasn't
0: because i left well, I, before the top 10 names
1: it's it's not just that although that does have that does pierce my heart a little bit but i do there, the excitement was not there last year um i You're don't know what that is mine no gqs yes <laughs> yeah i guess so But yeah, uh, I don't know. I just, yeah, just I didn't have that. I didn't have that buzz last year. I I don't know. I don't know. I'm thinking Mr. Perfect. Best hair. It was pretty wet, too. So it was pretty wet.
0: Uh, You know, top three. Road Warrior Hawk pulling off the reverse mohawk. Reverse mohawk is pretty special. Uh, you know, I'd give an honorable mention to the honky tonk man.
1: I would actually give an honorable mm. mention to Hulk Hogan. Um, and maybe he takes the category because not at any one point in time, but the progression of his hairline over the last 50 years um, to the point that now he wears fake hair coming out from underneath the bandana. Yeah. Like, I want to see what that looks like. All those wrinkles piled on top of each other, clawing forward over his disgusting head. I want to see what that looks like without the bandana now, without those clearly fake blonde locks peeking from the progression of Hulk Hogan's hair, I think takes this category. There's no, there's no greater thing to witness.
0: I don't know. I, like I said, I was going to say Honky Tonk Man because not only was it so good at first, but then it would get messed up and that was a whole part of the gimmick. <clears throat> what about Flat Top Sting? Yeah.
1: That's pretty good. Good old Surfer Sting. Uh, Luther Reigns with the horseshoe. Oh, you want to talk about embarrassment. And yeah. how can we not forget Kane with the yeah, half with shaved head, head for a decade of his life? My God. Uh, Oh, Paul Heyman and the ponytail that was fake for a long time. Yes. And that was a a major moment when he did finally come out with just that new hairdo that was just the short. Like that was a moment in the history Mm -hmm. of wrestling. I always
0: liked when it was like 92 and the ultimate warrior came out and he had put some sort of product in his hair. So it was poofy. As opposed to being like the oh, slicked yeah. back sort yeah, of yeah, look yeah. that we, you know. <clears throat> this is why the DDT Awards will continue. <laughs> we'll see. Just saying. Bedhead warrior. You got six months to talk him into it. He needs the praise of the emails. Podcast at DDTWrestling.com. <clears throat> uh, my piece of positivity, It's it's a little, you know. you you may have your feelings hurt a little bit or you really don't care, but you just felt like throwing more shade at me. Um, The DDT draft has been quite fun. We're in the middle of the all-time draft. Um, Do you know Matty Wilson from the UK? I've seen his Twitter account. I'm just going to read to you now his draft, who he's taken. His first pick was God. Fair. Then he picked... um, the classic Grecian urn that had the two wrestlers. It's like the first, one of the first depictions of two people wrestling. Um, he picked them. Uh, Judy Bagwell, Buff's mom, Scooby-Doo, Big Dick Johnson, the lesbians, um, the, the hand that Mae Young gave birth to, uh, referee Tim White, the Shockmaster, among others. Who has RoboCop? nobody yet robocop is still on the board <clears throat> i'm just saying there's enough people who've had fun with this if you really if you're missing the draft if deep down you want to engage in a listing of wrestlers which is really what this is like we can get you involved in that i'd I'll like pass. to point out i texted you <clears throat> a while ago or i dm'd you a while ago and said what are your thoughts on the list 2.0 never heard back There's a text going around, GQ, Doc, and I. Uh, Let's see. You know, when do you think we can convince Doc to take days off at work to hang out? No response. Did Doc just ignore our wondering about when he's taking time off to hang
1: out? No response. I'd like to point out that I don't respond well to passive-aggressive peer pressure. If you were just to ask me, when can we take a time off? When when can we get together? When would you be? When when do, when could we? We we are free this day. Could you take that day off?
0: Might go a little better, Doc. It would mean the world to us if you would take some time off in the near future to spend some
1: time. See, but now I know it's not friends. sincere. <laughs> See, see this is the problem. This is the problem. You are the problem. Um
0: yeah. what's you uh so yeah, mine is is the draft. Specifically the draft that I am in, it has been a lot of fun, but the draft in general was enjoyable. What is your piece of positivity? Is it more gelato movies? Man, I would watch a
1: gelato movie. Um I don't know. I I don't I don't I don't know what my piece of positivity is this week, to be honest. Um, You've said that uh, multiple times. What do you mean?
0: The last couple of weeks, you have struggled to come up with your piece of positivity.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I haven't been doing very much. I should be working on Horrid more, but I'm mostly just ignoring it. Always a good sign. Um, been playing a lot of a phone game, Godzilla Defense Force. It's you- got everything it's got everything to perfectly target me I like those idle clicker games and this is a big Godzilla rapper around it so the numbers are just constantly getting bigger and I'm fighting all these different monsters what would Godzilla sound like as a rapper
0: yo 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 Godzilla monster killer. Papa Pilla.
1: This is why I don't rap. This is why nerds. Keep going. Keep going. Yeah, I don't know. I like that game. It's terrible. (laughs) Nobody should play it. But I love it. Um,
0: I don't know. Are, Are you reading anything interesting? No. Nope.
1: I've been doing a lot of research on cars.
0: Are you looking into getting a new one?
1: Yeah, but maybe not in the near future but maybe okay how old is your current how old is your current car that's six years okay which is all it's not that old it doesn't have that many miles on it but this is around the time that depreciation of the value of a used car begins to drop off a cliff so if you want to trade it in and get any money for it now's about the time to do it um that's all what what kind of
0: car would what would be your dream car what is Doc Manson's dream vehicle? Does he even have one? A dream vehicle? Neither of us seem to be car guys. You're slightly more of a car guy because you're researching cars.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I, I will don't go know. to a garage and just say, I like that one. Yeah. I mean, my dream car would be the one with all the horsepower and s- still the best gas mileage and probably an electric vehicle there, you know, therefore with, because electrical with vehicles horsepower. have amazing torque and horsepower and, you know, there's great fuel economy. But the problem is we live in a Northern environment where, okay, yes, it might be acceptable to get 200 miles to the charge um, on those cars now in prime conditions in the middle of the summer, but come winter time, you got a cold battery. That's also trying to run a heater. Like I guarantee you, uh, the fuel, the 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 charge at that point probably drops to something like forty miles to the charge, where it's going to become very difficult for that to be tenable. Driving around a more rural community like we live, no, you'd have um, to buy two cars.
0: You'd have to buy your electric car for most of the year, and then when it's yeah. cold and and there's winter weather, you'd I guess have that's to buy. the
1: answer. My dream car right now probably would be like a Tesla, like a, a Tesla Model X or something like that, like a real powerful sports car style electric vehicle, but it's just completely not practical. And also a hundred thousand so dollars, that's nothing that I'm ever going to pay money for. Um but so you said dream. I guess that would be that's a dream like- vehicle. Um but I can't believe how expensive cars are now honestly. Like don't get me wrong, there are more economic choices that I could make. Like you can get a car for fifteen, twenty thousand dollars, you know, brand new we're talking but those are very much entry level sort of vehicles. Start looking at anything that's even like in the ballpark of what I'm wanting, you're easily spending forty thousand dollars on a vehicle, which just seems like a lot of money to spend on something that gets me from here to there. Yeah, I don't know. No, I, I actually think uh, I actually think my next car may be a used car. I've never bought a used car in my life, but I just I I, I can't justify anymore more one. Losing 19% of the value the second you drive it off the lot. Absolutely. And then also the property tax that you pay on all of that money that the car is no longer even worth because they value it at whatever it was bought for for those first few years. Like, I I don't know. Like, I, I just, I'd like to buy a new car, but I don't know that I will. Well, and you think, like, I don't think a pre owned,
0: you know, if you get a pre owned car that's even just two years old, It's still going to have quite a
1: number of the bells and whistles you might want. It's just the only real downside to buying a used car like that is you have no ability to customize it. You know, I mean, like you could get some aftermarket accessories. But if like, you know, it's got to be if if it's important to you to get the exact trim and packages and colors and whatever, like to find the used vehicle that matches exactly what you would buy if it were new, it's pretty much impossible. Right. So you kind of have to just the
0: trim of a car
1: it depends on the car but perhaps okay like a mazda cx-5 the grand touring has a 187 horsepower engine but if you get the signature trim that's the turbocharged 2.5 liter 250 horsepower engine there's a big difference between those trim levels that you wouldn't necessarily know unless you knew the difference so they they can make very large differences in a car depending i have no idea what you're talking about cool cool cool.
0: It's a, so uh, yeah, I Usually, usually it's, force. it's just science or, you know, computers that you start talking. And I'm like, he just went into a new language.
1: Cars but, are essentially just an extension of my interest in computers. I know that might sound weird. No. But you they like, essentially you are. Like,
0: you like putting the... Assembling the right thing. I like this part that slides in here, which allows me to do this. And this part is nice for this.
1: I can see that. And cars are really just... More and more, it's computer stuff. And that's what gets me when I look at cars. I'm like, okay, I know I don't need the technology package on this car, but I start looking at all the gizmos and the bells and whistles, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I want that. Oh, yeah. I want... And before you know it, you've got another $8,000 tacked onto this damn car, and yeah. it's like, what the hell? I'm surprised you didn't build your own house. I, oh, I would have, I have if a it were even would. remotely yes. possible from an affordability standpoint. <laughs> yeah. If I had unlimited funds, totally would have built my own house. Yeah. Total custom house. Oh, yeah. With, like I would love the idea of picking materials and exacting specifications. Uh, yeah, I love that crap. A Rube Goldberg machine to make your breakfast. Uh, remember that movie Cube? Yes. Yeah, uh, That giant underground death machine with rotating rooms with yes. random traps and prime numbers. I more numbers. remember
0: hypercube. Well, yeah. the guy who looked like Roddy Piper.
1: All I'm saying is, if I were to build a house with unlimited funds, I would probably build the cube. With the death traps. Probably! (laughs) There'd be a very nice living room in the center of it, but... right, everyone. Get the GoFundMe started. (laughs) Help Doc build his death
0: house. Oh... This is the greatest episode in quite some time. Uh, Thank you for joining us on this uh, you know, pickle cast, a little bit of wrestling cast, Uno cast, Death House cast. Uh, Doc Manson, anything else you'd like to say before we head out into that good night?
1: If you'd like to have your thoughts right on the air, you can do so by sending a message to podcast at DDTWrestling.com. If you like this episode, you can hear our entire back catalog at DDTPod.com or by visiting your podcast repository of choice, such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you, head on over to Patreon.com forward slash DDT Wrestling to give just a little bit of financial support to DC and Doc. It helps keeps the lights on and the podcast train a-chugging. We, we need to get that P.O. box. I want that P.O. box.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> he is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. Have yourself a great weekend, be it holiday or otherwise. And until we meet again, my friends,
1: won't you be our bestie?